The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And I'm your host, Raider Greg. And you can put the Tums back in the medicine cabinet, hide the ibuprofen, and move on because the 06 season is over. <laughs> Thank goodness. Welcome to show 123. This is Raider Greg giving you the Raider news as I see it. Well, what can I say? The 06 season has slipped away, slipped my throat away. That That's what I feel like as a fan. I'm sure everybody else feels the same freaking way. But I'll tell you about me. Personally, as soon as the last quarter was over, when we played the Jets, I felt a relief, a burden lifted from my shoulders, and a sigh came down. And that's all I can say, man. I mean, uh, I'm sure the whole nation thinks the same way. But without further ado, let us get on with the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oak Town. Do you know about my city? Oak Town. The city of Oak. Oak Town. Oh, don't you know? Oak Town. Do you know about my city? Oak Town. The city of Oak. Oh, don't you know? Now let's take a little trip down memory lane. All right, today's show, Red Nation's going to be, well, Jets post game, of course. And I have a comment, of course, on the Shell post game show. I'm going to call it a show because it was like a show. And I have to get into that. Um, all you Archell lovers are going to have to bear with me a little bit because I love the guy too, like I said before. And I'll explain myself in that particular segment. Draft picks. I'm going to go over a couple draft picks we could be looking at. Um, I'll probably go over a couple up until that draft time. So I'll be throwing these in here and there and see the prognosticators are already out there uh, guessing what the Raiders are going to do. Or they're saying we're going to fire our shells, the big news of the day. Uh, ESPN television, uh, he was one of the top two and, of course, there was a Black Monday with Jim Mora and Danny Green both being shown the dough. And uh, I was hoping that our coach was going to have the same thing happen, but that's just not how Al Davis does it. I'm sorry. Let me go on with the show. There's another article here. Will I stay or will I go now? Will I stay or will I go now? And, of course, a season in review. This is a short season in review from a real football 365 it is absolutely perfect and befitting the 06 season so let's get into the first story goodbye let our hearts call it a day but before you walk away that's right denny green and jim mora Blown out of their prospective positions by owners with uh, explanations as in we were not going the right direction. Uh, we didn't get quite enough out of our coaching staff. Uh, we were expecting more, blah, 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 blah. Now, um, both these teams did much better than the Raiders did throughout the last four years. Now, Jim Mora, I think that was a big mistake that they got rid of him. Denny Green 
he put together a hell of an organization. Whoever takes that job is has a beautiful team and really could go somewhere. But Art Shell's tearful post-game and, of course, his Monday morning take was more about his 15 minutes. Okay, he met with the entire team, 15 minutes, eight games, just incredible number of hours spending together, of course. And he spent 15 minutes with the team. 15 minutes. That's my point. 15 minutes of we talked over, he said in his press comments, we talked over the positives. We pointed out the positives of the season. I can't see him. I cannot see him. Shell, while asking, answering questions, uh, nervously uh, wringing his hands like Norv Turner used to, answered the questions, nine of them, just like this. We're going to evaluate the staff and evaluate the personnel, and we have things we have to take care of here. Well, no doubt you have things you have to take care of. There's no doubt whatsoever. Art Shell is a great Raider to be respected throughout eternity for being a damn good football player. I take my hat off to that. I know his heart is hurting. You could see it on the post-game conference right after the game. It was near tears, and it kind of made me feel bad for a couple of seconds until I got furious after this, this show, his show, the Art Shells show came out. It was like a bad soap opera. Nine times, he said, we're going to evaluate the staff and the personnel. There was never a suggestion of a direction, never a suggestion of what we need to do, a plan, maybe a possibility of a plan. What do you think? Do you think the last game was the first time he thought about the postseason? I think not. Do you think the last game was the first time he thought about making this speech? I surely hope not. He said, like, look, he's looking through a process. He's looking at a process, and <laughs> gosh, he's going to evaluate. He has to look at himself, he said first. I'm looking at myself first. Well, what, what happened when you looked at yourself, Art? Why didn't you say what happened? I looked at myself, and I realized that I made a mistake in the Tom Walsh hiring. How about that one? We can start off being honest about that. And then at least everybody who has half a brain will go, okay, well, here he is. At least he's fessing up to the mistake he made. Then he could go on and say something, of course, like, oh, he did go on and say something. He, he threw this out there. Well, it's a very fast. The defenses are so much faster today. Well, what does that have to do? In it? Is this your learning day, year? It must have been a year of learning. Art. If you weren't prepared for the speed of the defense, then you should have hired somebody who was, not somebody who was, you know, in touch with the speed of a pancake on the grill, knowing when to flip that baby. I'm sure he knew about that, but as far as the speed of a defense in 06, that was missing. Now, I know people are going to say I'm bashing Art Chill. I'm not bashing Art Chill. The person I am bashing, his ineptitude to take this game to a decent season. No one expected it to be in the playoffs, but at least some production, a new direction that went forward instead of dreadfully backwards. He said he expected to be here next season. 
He had no indication of not being here next season. I hope that that is a dreadful mistake. You know, I love you, Art Shell. You got passion as a Raider. Every time I see you talking about the team, which is usually on a loss, which has been nine straight, unbelievably poorest record in Raider history, the absolute worst statistics in football. I I just can't believe it. Now, he goes on to say that he thinks, I think we can change this thing. I think we can fix this thing. And the way he says it in his tone is just missing. There's no life in this man. I, I think we can. Ch- you know, how about I know we will turn this around this season. I have a plan that will take this team to the next level. And it's going to be instigated the minute I leave this podium. So I got to get the hell out of here. How about that in the speech? Okay, when I'm talking about a speech of motivation, a speech where I want to keep my job, and a a speech where I know deep inside that I even believe what I'm saying, I have to have some passion in what I'm saying. Not my face, halfway cocked down, rubbing my hands together with absolutely no confidence. He says, I think this thing can be fixed. He made a point of saying, it's the personnel. We need to get a couple more people, and we can get this thing going. Hey, Art, you had Bo Jackson and Marcus Allen, and you didn't get it going then. You lost the locker room in 1994 just like you did now. There are guys that like you. Like he said, he felt a lot of confidence around him. I have no doubt that those guys love him. He's a player's coach, and he likes to take care of things his way. But he likes the players. You could tell. What the hell is the direction of the team? I don't know. For the ninth time, we will have to evaluate the staff and personnel and the scheme. Nine times. I just can't believe that. Nine times. Well, that's my case on the art shell thing. And the other part I'll tell you when we go over the summation of the season through the 365 Sports, it's something else. You got to hear it, though. You got to hear it. Okay. Let's go over a couple of draft picks that I think uh, might be good for the Raiders. They're talking about trading down. They're talking about... uh, perhaps getting more than one draft pick in later rounds. Uh, The Raiders are in a real good position because this isn't a real good draft. There's no heroes or superheroes like there were last year. It seems like there's kind of a lull in the draft. What luck for the Raiders, huh? Well, everything has to be consistent in the universe, and I guess this is just as consistent as anything else. But not saying anything more. And you know what? I have to make one freaking observation, and I'm sticking it right here because it fucking excuse me it flips me out why did it take a referee 30 yards away to see an after out of bounds hit that two refs standing more no more than 10 feet away in either direction failed to comprehend can someone tell me that ain't that some bullshit i think so okay i'm sorry i had to say it and i don't know if anybody knows what the hell i'm talking about but i do Jamarcus Russell, quarterback at LSU, six foot six, two hundred seventy pounds. Yes, I said two seventy. 
QB. This man is fast. He's quick. He's huge. He's the kind of quarterback that could push people away from him as he's ready to throw the ball. He reminds me a lot of a Steve Young kind of style, but his arm is 10 times more lethal. He's probably got the strongest pass in the NF, in the um, in football as far as a college level goes. He can release a ball and send that thing 60 yards without sweat and on his back foot. He has incredible arm strength. He's been to the Super Bowl, Capital One Bowl, and done very well. Uh, he's manhandled defenders, like I said, pushing them out of the way as he went to make the completion. You know, so he's a good he's a good prospect. Um, he was the All SEC Player of the Year. So here's somebody that's not going to be in the he might be in the top five, might not be, and you know that might drop him down a little bit in this draft too. But somebody we can pick up that's reasonably inexpensive and put him in the rotation. Um, because he has a total different style of play than Walter, and we could possibly use it. What the hell? You know what I'm saying? He is a run-and-gun kind of guy, and that could work out for us in the long run. Of course, this all depends on who our coach is. But I think this kid is good. He's a diamond in the rough, man. I think he's good. That's what I'm talking about. Here's another guy that I think we should not even waste time thinking about and just talk to him already, and that's Marshawn Lynch out of Cal. He's an Oklahoma kid. I mean, he's an Oakland kid, Oklahoma kid. He's an Oakland kid, grew up here, knows the area, feels it, I am sure has been to Raider games before. I don't know what kind of fan he is because I haven't been that in touch with his um, professional psyche as of yet. But he's 5'11", 217, is a little on the light side for a running back. They call him a fullback. But he's third in all-time um, all rushing. That's pretty doggone good when you're putting up, and that's for Cal, third third uh, all-time rushing for Cal. That's pretty good when you put him up against uh, some of the players that have come out of Cal. Um, in 05, he averaged 124.6 yards per game. That's pretty good. Uh, even though the Pac-10's not, well, it is what it used to be. We play pretty hard teams. And him put, he's putting up that kind of yards. It's great. He had a second straight 1,000-yard season, and his yards per carry is 6.6, which I will take any day of the week. Now, I know we have Justin Fargus, and we have a couple other guys on here, but uh, I think we need to have some running backs. There's other positions we need. We need a fullback. We need a real fullback and a tight end that's not afraid to block and can catch a ball for crying out loud because Anderson ain't making it. And neither is Atkinson, even though he's a nice guy and his dad played for the team, played his heart out for the team. Oh, brother. Okay. Our next story. Should I stay or should I go now? Should I stay or should I go now? If I go Will I stay or will I go now? Will I stay or will I go now? I'm sure after the season, every player uh, was feeling that. And I'm sure they've been singing that song since they cleaned out their lockers shortly before or shortly after the 15-minute pep talk by Coach Shell. Well, here's what I see, and this is how I see it. 
Brooks, he's got to go. Got a $5 million deal. It's going to kill us. It's a $5 million bonus, and he's 0 for 6 uh, in games and with, uh, I think, nine interceptions. Ridiculous. There's no reason we could keep him. It's not his fault that the season went down, um, but he didn't help us any either. Barry Sims for sitting on the pine, $4.5 million bonus this year. Nice talking to you. Um, thanks for playing so many years, but you can't stay here anymore because you ain't making it. If we don't get rid of him, if, if we get rid of him before um, June 1st, then we got to take a $4 million cap hit, and that's on Sims. So look to get rid of Sims after June because that'll help us out. Um, there'll be a whole lot of moving and shaking. Uh, in, on a different note, there's going to be all kinds of contract renegotiations going on on the Raiders. You know, there's a whole lot of ifs. Uh, this whole process of getting rid of players depends entirely on the coach and the general manager because they have to work out all the numbers to make it happen. And if we don't have the right guys up there, well, need I say more? Let us move on. Now, here's another question. Jordan Curry. Lamont Jordan's due a $4.5 million bonus, and, and Curry's uh, due a $5 million bonus. Now, Jordan doesn't show much to me. Uh, there's been spurts of decent running, but his stutter step before the line, like everybody knows, is weak. It's brutal. It kills him. It kills me every time I see him take that second and he gets enveloped by the defense. Uh, I don't think Jordan's the man. He's got a good heart. He wants to play his contract out. Of course he does. He's going to make $25 million in five years or 26. So, you know, I admire his tenacity, but I don't think he stays with us. I think we trade him out. And, of course, we're going to take a brutal hit. We got to keep Curry, man. Curry's a great receiver. Curry led the Raiders in receptions with 57 catches. That's more than Moss's piddly ass 40. What did it have? 42? Yeah, premier receiver at 9.25 million. That punk ass Biatch and his sister, Jerry Porter, got to hit the road. I think we dump Jordan and we take Curry and we keep him. Now, we take a $4.2 million salary cap hit if we get rid of uh, Moss, I think, uh, or Porter, excuse me. Bad bad move, but uh, I think I take the hit and, and get rid of him. The problem is insiders say that uh, Jerry Porter has no takers because of his attitude. He's not a talented, like, T.O. He's more like J.O., uh, Joe, we're going to call him Joe from now on. <laughs> I can't believe this guy. What a punk. We paid him uh, $1.5 million, I know, in guaranteed money. He had up to $3.15 million with incentives. I don't exactly know how much Jerry Porter made this year, but it only took him one catch for 19 yards to make it, and it's a hell of a lot more than I make per year. That's for damn sure. Moss, that punk, 42 catches and a headache, along with the doggone hemorrhoid for the entire Raiders organization and its fan base. Uh, thank you, Randy, you smoothie-whipping Moss. He can go uh, run a smoothie organization. Now, there's still questions. Gallery, do we keep him? Depends. I don't know. Um, you know, poor poor year. Very poor year for Gallery. He was punked. Langston Walker is another one. Our offensive line is blown out every game, and there's no reason. 
Now, I thought Booth and McQuiston, they have to stay. They're young, and they stood up, and they did their job. If they come up next year good, we could be doing something well. We need an anchor for this line. We need an anchor, some huge guy that holds his weight that we can put in the game. We need one big anchoring guy, and I think that'll solve a lot of the problems for our offensive line. At the very least, give our quarterback some time to pass. Why is Derek Gibson still on our, our roster? Is anybody going to tell me why he still plays? He plays nothing. He is a waste of time. There's no reason we should have Derek Gibson. we got to kick his ass out of here. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Art is, or Al is trying to make a point that when he picks somebody, he's going to keep them, which I think is just another, you know, dysfunctional part of the Raider family at this point. Oh, brother. Okay, so this particular article was in Real Football 365, and it was written by Carroll, I believe his name is. Yes, it is. Anthony Carroll. He's pretty good. He's a pretty good writer. He tells it like it is. And he tells it like it is so well that I have to uh, use what he says because I'm telling you, I can't say it much better myself. No way. So let's go on to a kind of a recap of the 06 season so you can feel me and I know that I'm feeling you. Here we go. The season now over, here's a list of remaining Raider-oriented thoughts fluttering through my hollow head. Here we go. Was Jerry Porter right? Aaron Brooks is not the problem. Aaron Brooks is not the solution. The 30-year-old veteran finished the season 0-8 as a starter with three touchdowns and eight interceptions. Don't expect him to have a locker next season. Tight end James Atkinson made it the entire year with a roster spot but was inactive for 12 games. Atkinson finished the year with one catch, nine yards, a .526 receiving yards for each week he was on the roster. Nice job. I wish I had it. Oakland scores an offensive touchdown once every 79 plays. Oh, <laughs> is that painful? So let me just put it to you this way. Sitting in the stands, you could watch the Raiders play an offensive, offensive play 79 times, okay, before a touchdown. And if an average play takes what? How long do you think? 10 seconds? You could be sitting in the stands for half an hour, 45 minutes. No, wait a minute. Longer than that, a long time. 79 <laughs> plays. That is brutal. When 25-year-old wideout Johnny Morant touches the ball, there is a 28.57% chance that he will fumble, historically speaking. He hasn't had that many uh, touches in the NFL, but... It's not looking good, even though I think he has a lot of potential, the fumbles, but he's making them, trying to make a play too. 
Let me just say that about Johnny. He's still a good guy. The team's Week 17 roster included five tight ends. Only in Oakland will that happen. Yep, we're the only team in the NFL that has five tight ends at Week 17. Did we use them? Hardly. We couldn't. They wouldn't catch, and they'd fumble, except for Madsen, which was a shining spot in this season, which is pathetic to say that at the very least. A 21-3 collapse in Week 3 marked a low point in the Raiders' season against the Cleveland Browns. Quarterback Charlie Fry fried our ass with three unanswered touchdowns in the second and third quarters to send Oakland to its third loss, although Andrew Walter and the offense were still out in the second half. The team's 21-point mark was a score highest total it tallied all year. Brother, 21 points. That's brutal. A 20-13 win at Pittsburgh marked the high point in the season. Defensive back Namdi Asamoa and Chris Carr with wheels. Uh, totaled 124 return yards of interceptions, good for 12 uh, of the team's 20 points. Yeah, if we didn't have those defensive points, we'd have lost that game too. Ugh, I'm so sick. Six-year veteran Derek Gibson is still on the team. hoo When I come up with an explanation to why, I'll let you know. I have no explanation why. I don't know why he's on the team. Stuart Schwaggert. Is not a bad tackler, really. The 25-year-old finished the season with 107 tackles, leading all free safeties in the NFL in predominantly rushing division. Swaggart was forced to make more open field tackles on Damian Tomlinson and Larry Johnson than any other player in the NFL. If that stack was actually recorded, I'm sure this would be at the top, if not just an ankle tackle away brother isn't this funny i got you guys gotta laugh come on now okay naam diasamwa the best cover in the nfl outside denver's champ bailey that's one great thing that happened this season warren Sapp finished the year with 10 sacks for defensive tackle hasn't been this effective in six years 300 pound lineman also uh chipped in with 47 tackles and that number he hasn't seen since 2002 so either he's trying to get another contract somewhere else this year which is quite possible like he said at the end of the season or he's just playing better football because the defense is playing better all the way around say what you want about alvis wooded but he led all offensive players with six tackles Alvis <laughs> tackled. Those were after the interceptions, of course. Is that something else? Uh, former first-round choice Tyler Braden hasn't recorded a sack in 429 days. Since that sack, which occurred back on October 30th, 2005, Braden has appeared in 25 games and started 14. Jerry Porter's one grab for 19 yards places him at the top of the Raiders list at of yards per catch. Is that funny? I think that's funny. Good Lord. Kirk Morrison will be elected first from first Pro Bowl next season along with Asamoah. I think both those things will happen if we have a decent season. Here's something. Courtney Anderson, six foot six, 270 pounds, is a perfect football player. 
until he gets on the football field. Dropping balls, missing his blocks, another tight end travesty for our team. He needs to go. Hopefully, Madsen will step in and be better next season, heavier, stronger, and ready to play. Well, that was about all I have to say about the 06 season. I think all those stats, there's many, many more. You know, there's more about the Lamont Jordan, our number one guy, getting less than 3.2 yards per carry this year. I could go on and on, but I don't need to. The 06 season review, what can I say? It's just what it is. We've been the worst team almost in the NFL in sports. You know, they were saying that at the beginning of the year, or I was trying to beat it down. <laughs> you can't you can't hide what it is. Uh, especially when so many people are watching it. Uh, my heart goes out to everybody who paid for a seat this year. I still think they should refund at least half those seat ticket prices. It won't happen, but it should happen for crying out loud. The fact that you had to defend your colors the entire year was something I, I give out to the Raider Nation as a gesture of toughness because you got to be tough to wear silver and black. <laughs> Because you get pummeled, man. People work you over. It's funny. What are you going to say, though? You got to say it what, like it is. You know, you guys suck. Yes, we do. That's about the end of that conversation. <laughs> but it's going to get better. Now, I have all positive thoughts about the Raider thing happening. Big Al's going to come out. There's a lot of things that are going to go down. And uh, hopefully, a, people, a couple people in management will be going down. Um, downtown of Chinatown, I'm telling you right now. We've got to make some moves. We've got to make them quick. I hope that Al was ready to make these moves last month uh, so that we don't have to wait till the doggone a week before draft day to hire a coach so he can run in and try to figure out what to do. That goes for a general manager as well. I hope that Bruce Allen leaves Tampa Bay because that would be the greatest thing that could happen to the Raiders. Um, Bruce Allen had a lot of good things about to say about Al Davis when he left. He wasn't pissed. He didn't say anything negative that I can remember. I remember hearing him on a, on a uh, sports show. So, you know, maybe Al can woo that guy back. I hope so because he was great with the cap. He did very well. Let's get him back here to Oakland. Or get somebody in here who knows what the hell they're doing. So let's see if we can hit the comments forum section, and I don't – Stutter step my way across that. Here we go. All Okay, Raider Nation podcast comments forum section. Let's see now how we do it. I will start with me. <laughs> I will start with Raider Greg. What do you think about that? Well, here it is. Worst offense in the history of the game. <laughs> this is me about, uh, I don't know, three quarters way through the Jets game. Uh, here we go. I wonder what the record is for any team going four and out. 
or three and out is what I wanted to say. I, I bet we have it. We suck on offense, fire the entire coaching staff, including Shell, except for, of course, uh, Ryan. Reasons to bring back Shell, holding a clipboard. What a joke. I was pissed. I'm telling you right now, I'm so pissed. It was so just reading it makes me pissed again. The assassin Brooks. How can you hold on to a guy that can't hold on to the football? I don't know. <laughs> See you, Brooks. You suck. I totally understand. The preacher. Detroit wins. At least one good thing has happened today. It's official. The Raiders are now on the clock. Personally, I would rather have the last pick than the first. Of course, I'd be a Super Bowl winner. Uh, what can you do? So, who would you get? I already talked about a couple of guys that we should get, and uh, hopefully we'll talk about a couple more. It all depends on who's on the top, and I mean about the management staff. Colorado Chris, it's over! Wow, what a year. Well done, Raiders! <laughs> I hear the cornerback from Texas is better than Huff. Maybe we should take him in the first pick. <laughs> Jesus! Oh, uh, see, you're pretty funny. If we get a, another, uh, if we get another DB or free safety, I'm gonna freak out more than ever. Um, moment of truth. Let's see. Happy New Year, Nation. I'm out. Right on, Colorado. Let's see. We got going on here. Cuban gangsta. <laughs> I can't believe this team. I don't believe. I don't even know what to say. At least Detroit won. Man. Nothing goes their way. So now we have the first pick. Say trade it. I'm sure Detroit will be willing to move up to get Quinn. I sure hope we don't. Since we pretty much need an upgrade in every offensive position. That's true. Other teams will never know what position we will draft for. Wow. Al Davis is a genius. I don't know about that. I think this offense, we should start locking up some of the younger stars like Eagles have been doing, like Asamon Morrison should definitely be signed to long-term deals. Well, I hope that's part of the restructure agreement. Um, I hope that goes without saying, Raider Nation. Uh, Raider Greg here hopes that they are smart enough to corral some of the young talent that looks like it's busting out around here. And that's all i got to say about that. I, I hope that has to go without saying. Maybe it doesn't. <laughs> Maybe I should say it. But... I hope it's true. That's all I got to say. Maybe I just don't want to think about it. Calico Jack. Right on, Calico Jack. Silver and black forever from the Black Flag Network. Happy New Year's wishes to Raider Greg and the Raider Nation. I love the airplane graphic nose diving on your webpage. Very fitting. Mayday, mayday. This plane is out of fuel and no pilot. That's pretty funny, man. Randy did a, a nice graphic on our website, uh, RaiderNationPodcast.com, and it shows a plane with a Raider logo <laughs> going down. Uh, it's funny because Randy was going to do that if the Jets lost. They were going to um, have the Raiders shoot down the Jets, but didn't work out that way. I hate to say it, but this has been my least enjoyable season as a longtime Raider fan. Frankly, I'm sick and tired of the excuses from fans, players, and coaches. Did anyone in their right mind ever think they would come to this day when your favorite team is only able to score 12 offensive TDs for an entire 16-game schedule, score only 2.8 points per second half, lead the league in sacks allowed and turnovers, the offensive coaching staff until is completely void of any leadership whatsoever? Yes, it is. 
I hate to end my rant on a negative note, so I will shut my pie hole and wish everyone a very best for the new year. Special thanks to Raider Greg for consistently rocking the house with his podcast and takes onward and upward. Amigo Calico Jack. Thank you, my brother. Thank you very much. Uh, that's high praise from Calico Jack. I respect his opinion immensely because he's so cerebral, which is very true. Not kidding. A dingo ate my baby from the black hole. Uh, Spacklesun.com. Excuse me. I'm sorry, dingo ate my baby. Pick value. With that terrible loss, we get the 1.01 pick. Uh, it does hold significantly more value than the number two pick. So it's better for us in the long run, assuming we trade it. Now, what he's saying here is we have the number one pick, and it's worth a lot, and there's a lot of things that have to depend on that. Now, there's assigned points for position. So the NFL has a value chart that gives a number value each of each pick in the draft. He's posted it here on our webpage uh, under the uh, comments form section. If you want to check it out, check it out. It's a Dingo White My Baby. Anyways, the value adhered to pretty strictly by the teams. So here are some pick values that give perspective on what our 1.01 is worth. So the first pick in the draft, in essence, is worth 3,000 points. And the second pick in the draft, I think, is 2,600 points, is what he's saying. By the end of the second round, picks are about 300. And by the end of the third round, close to 100 points. So by getting the first, we automatically got in value of an extra second round pick uh, to compensate. Just some positive news for the new year. Enjoy your evening, everyone. So if you look at it his way, he's saying we could, if we trade down, we could pick up an extra player. That would be really nice because we actually need an extra player. We need several extra players that will make a difference. This draft, like I said, though, isn't loaded with stars. Now, that could be an advantage to us, too, because if you can't see the diamond, hopefully uh, the Ouija board points us to the correct player and not another... Derek Gibson. I'm on a Gibson roll today. Raider Rick. Derek Williams and Jim Mora. Just heard Derek Williams of the Doncos uh, was shot and killed today. Yeah, that's true. Rest in peace. No one should die like that. Even though it helps us in the same, uh, just a waste of young, vibrant life. Also heard Denny Green is out in Arizona. Jim Mora is out in Atlanta. Uh, when does Art go? I would like I would take Jim Moore over Shell any day. Yeah, I would too, but I don't think that'll happen. Uh, I think they're going to make uh, Rob Ryan the head coach. I really do. I think that he's a, a logical choice for two reasons. A, I think that uh, they'll make him the head coach because he's already in the system. Uh, B, he already has a great locker room um, persona. The guys like him on both sides of the ball. Uh, C, uh, he could pick a, a offensive coordinator himself, and I think that he'll do a much better job of it because he's been in touch with the league this whole time. Knowing the defense will help you know the offense. I th I've always thought that, and I think he would make a great coach. So let's hope that happens. I think I hope he gets because if they don't give him that job, here's another thing that could happen that it freaks me out more than anything else: is someone else could come swoop in and take him away from us, and that would be a brutal. Brutal mistake for Al Davis. Juan Jorge comes in. Rest in peace, Denver's Derrick Williams. If Shell is back next season, I quit life. 
Morris should come to the Raiders. I like that guy. I don't think so. Rob Ryan should stay where he is and not mess up the defensive scheme. Rob Ryan can still do the defense from the head coach's position. I think that's the best move. So what do we do with the number one pick? I say we trade it because we don't need Quinn. Amen. He's too much money. And we can get a QB free agent like Byron Leftwich, and maybe Randy Moss will stop crying when he gets the ball more. Well, we'll see if he's even here. Can we trade down to get Marshawn Litch? I hope so. Adrian Peterson doesn't do anything for me. Uh, two very good running backs. Happy New Year's, Raider Greg. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, man. I know you guys are awesome. Okay. First of all, Marshawn Lynch would be a great job. Adrian Peterson, I don't think so. I saw him run. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with his running style. He needs a lot of work, man, I'll tell you right now. Unlike Marshawn Lynch, who has a great style of running already. He's a natural. Raider Frank, what to do? Randy Gregg, I hope you and your families had a great new year. You too, my brother. You too. I'm going to miss you guys till next season. I really will. Um, whatever choices the Raiders make, let's hope that they're the best. Oh, God. Let's just, should we draft a QB, trade down, defensive lineman? Uh, we know we need a lot of positions, and we have very little salary cap room to work with. Uh, drafting Quinn could help us. Ugh, if he turns out to be a franchise QB, uh, I don't think so. Troy Smith is a winner. I'd rather have him, who's won everywhere he's been. But he's not expected to go until the middle of the first round. Either choice, as the Raiders are spending a lot of cash and using a lot of cash space. As for Shell, <laughs> he was a great Raider and a great player, but he is not a great head coach. He may be great in the front office, but... We shall see where Al sends our emotions this year. Boy, I couldn't say that better myself, Frank. That was very well said. We will see where Al sends our emotions this year. I had to repeat it. He knows the Raider fans will always support this team. That's true. Thanks, Randy, for, uh, for all that what you do, and Craig for being our voice and our forum. Go Raiders, Raider Frank. P.S. It's Raider Shaw, like Shaw, not Shay. Uh, he says, <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know how I am. That's all I got to say about that. The assassin head coach. Just listen to Coach Shell's Monday press conference. I want to, I want this guy to redeem himself badly. But man, he's saying the same shit he said at the beginning of the season. I would love to hear him own up to the mistake of bringing back Tom Walsh. Maybe some of his players will respect him for it. So I'm sick of the coaching carousel, but I just don't see players getting on board with Shell and if he comes back. He's really fucked up with Walsh, Porter, and Witted, Moss. The list is long. I know it's long. If Shell is fired, I'd like to see us go after Mike Martz. Me too. We should have made him our offer last season. I think so, too. The guy's an offensive whiz. Imagine our defense combined with his play calling. I think that'd be a better thing, too, man. Well, hopefully we can get that done with Rob Ryan as head coach. No easy answers. It's really sad to see our franchise in such a demoralizing state. But you better believe it. I'll stick with them till the bloody end. Yeah, well, so are the rest of us, man. You know how it is. Goes to post, head coach. I had to laugh reading this morning's news. Uh, with the firings of Coach Green and Jim Mora. The first in the NFL coaching firings with several others possibly following. Also in danger of being fired is Oakland's Art Shell, whose Raiders went 2-14. and 14. Let's just hope and pray that the correct moves are made. Anyone who brought 
the coaching staff Art did uh, with him should be fired. I agree. If he stays, we'll probably be 1-15 next year. Have a nice day. How could you say have a nice day after saying that? 1-15. That's bullshit. <laughs> oh, that's great. Thank you, Ghost to Post, and thank you, Raider Nation. We'll be coming at you every week, man. I'm telling you right now, all the news will be coming out. All this will be seeping through the seams of the Raider organization. We'll be hearing what's happening. So stay tuned to the Raider Nation podcast, and we'll try to get some video cast working as well. As soon as the season starts to roll, let's see if we can do this season. Okay, Nation, it's over. Like I said, back away from the Prozac. Get away from the antidepressants. It's time to look at a better season. This is Raider Greg, and I 